Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Yes, morning everyone. Welcome to Tradies News in a Nutshell. It is Wednesday morning, the 14th of September 2022, broadcasting through SEN 1170 in Sydney, also SEN 693 AM in Brisbane, SEN 1620 AM on the Gold Coast. And just for this morning, actually all around Australia, Maddie Cox having a morning off. Uh, so for the stations that normally take Maddie, he'll be back with you tomorrow morning from 5am, just having a well-earned day off today. He'll be back with you tomorrow morning. Number uh, still the same for my regular listeners, a bit different to the listeners outside of New South Wales and Queensland. It's 1300 01 1170, 1300 01 1170. You can send a text 0457 736 736. That's 0457 736 736. Plenty on our agenda over the course of the next hour before breakfast right across Australia. A lot of rugby league news, a lot of AFL news as well as we build up to the second week of the NRL finals on Friday night. The third week, the preliminary finals in the AFL as well. There's some cricket news floating around as well. We'll get to that. We've got the Bledisloe Cup tomorrow night. Uh, in Melbourne at Marvel Stadium. Not, uh, it's gone a bit under the radar, I think, once again with the uh, AFL and NRL finals on, but we'll talk about that as well. News about Lyft Golf. So plenty around this morning. So lots to get through as per usual. one 1170 or 0457 736 736. It's coming up to two past five. The Hot Topic, thanks to Rain. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a ring. Yes, does your hot water need replacing? Get one that's steady, hot and strong. Ask your plumber to install a ream today. Now, before we get to some of the news of the day, uh, I want your take on this one. And it's something I was discussing with a few friends over the weekend. Um, and it applies to both our listeners, normal listeners through New South Wales and Queensland and also uh, throughout the other states as well. NRL AFL finals this weekend, Friday Friday and Saturday night, Friday and Saturday early evening on Saturday in the case of the Sydney Swans Collingwood match, 4.45 that gets underway at the SCG. But we were talking about back, um, at least in the NRL, um, not that long ago, probably 10 years ago, maybe a bit longer, after the first week of the finals, you would have the two finals weekends leading up to the grand final where a game is played on a Saturday night and a Sunday afternoon. That would be week two, week three, and then, of course, you'd get the grand final either Sunday afternoon or Sunday night. Now, I was lucky enough to be out at the Roosters-Rabbitohs match on Sunday afternoon, a brand-new stadium at Allianz Stadium. Beautiful afternoon it was in Sydney as well, and it just made me think, would you like to see the games in the next two weeks of the finals or the middle two weeks of the finals being played on a Sunday afternoon to so do a Saturday night and a Sunday afternoon. I know in the AFL in the first week of the finals, they didn't even get a Sunday afternoon match. They did Thursday night, Friday night, and two Saturday games. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. NRL fans, AFL fans, would you love to see a Sunday afternoon finals game in week two and week three of the finals? I would. I remember it. Uh, in the uh, and I understand it probably will never happen due to TV and TV wants it to be Friday night and Saturday afternoon or Saturday night. 
Um, I remember last year, the NRL had to move. And it, look, it was all a bit different last year with COVID. But uh, with the Melbourne Storm playing in the preliminary final the same day as the AFL final, AFL grand final, they moved this Saturday night game to Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m. up in Brisbane. And it was a great game. Great weather. So would you like to see it move? Would you like to see get rid of Friday night or get rid of Saturday night, one of the two, and play a Sunday afternoon game in the first, in the second and third week of the finals? Yes, I know we were blessed in Sydney with great weather the other day, but and you can't always guarantee that. But I think it would be really, really good to see. What do you think? 0457 736 736 or 1300 1170 a Sunday afternoon final in the middle two weeks of the final series. As I say, the Sydney Swans uh, getting underway at 4.45 on Saturday. So that will be early evening, but it will be getting dark in Sydney by about 5.30. So you won't have too much daylight. It'll be basically twilight by the time that much match starts. But what do you think? Or do you prefer the system now, Friday, Saturday night? So 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170 to your calls, your texts shortly on that one. And buy into any of the issues of the day. We'll start with Rugby League, back page of the Daily Telegraph. Now, Wayne Bennett left the South Sydney Rabbitohs at the end of last year, headed up to the Dolphins, who will be playing in, what, six months' time. It would almost be now uh, six months to the very day it's the 14th of September now, so if I have a quick look at my calendar and when we expect the NRL season to kick off uh, next year, um, it would be yeah almost to the day where they'll be playing their first game. But there was a lot of talk about his replacement, Jason Demetrio, and whether uh, how much success he will have at South Sydney. Well, so far, and there's still time, he's taken them to the second week of the finals. So it sounds like he's going to be rewarded with a deserved contract extension. Uh, the South Sydney coach is set to prolong his future with the Rabbitohs until at least the end of 2024, providing further stability for the club. Now, he's in his first NRL season and was appointed, as we know, to take over from Wayne Bennett on a two-year contract. There is a third-year option for 2024 written into the contract, which Demetrio and the South Sydney management are in agreement. They want to take up the club's finals push where they face Cradella and Allianz Stadium on Saturday night has only reaffirmed the Rabbitohs' believe in the 46-year-old mentor. He becomes the first coach to avoid the dreaded Bennett curse, a poison chalice that has seen every man who has followed the coaching gig or coaching great not last long. So listen to this. Ivan Henjak, sacked by the Broncos in 2011. Steve Price, sacked by the Dragons in 2014. Rick Stone, sacked by the Knights in 2015. And Anthony Seabold, sacked by the Broncos in 2020. All struggled in Bennett's shadow. Uh, the Rabbitohs board have been impressed by Demetrio's ability uh, to galvanise the team through difficult periods of the season, notably the omission of star fullback Latrell Mitchell for almost three months mid-year. Demetrio also had to deal with the departure of gun halfback Anna Reynolds and strike centre Dan Gagai at the start of the season. Yet the Rabbitohs are in striking distance of another grand final appearance. South Sydney CEO Blake Solly said, Jason has done a fantastic job this season, faced some very difficult challenges and remained incredibly composed. In his four seasons with us, Jason has brought into the culture of our club from the work of South's Cares, the partnership with South Juniors and everything we try to do on and off the field. He deserves a huge amount of credit for the performances over the last three months. Everybody's immediate focus is on Saturday's game and trying to beat the Sharks to keep our finals campaign going. 
We have had some discussions about 2024 and we'll finalise these after the season finishes. So Sounds fans, one 1170 or 0457-736-736. You happy with that? Look, he's done a very good job, Jason Demetrio. I, I think uh, when the season started, people were, I don't know, people were a bit dubious, a bit suspicious on what he would do. And look, there, there have been times in this season where South Sydney have been struggling big time. And, and there were times, look, there were no certainties for the top eight, even a month out from the final series. But he's done well to get them to the second week of the finals and their red hot chance against the Sharks on Saturday night at Allianz Stadium. So just, and even if they are to bow out this weekend, it's still a pretty good effort. So South Sydney fans, I'm sure you'd be happy with that. Jason Demetrio signed for another year or going to opt for that third year extension in his contract to be at the club until at least the end of 2024. 0457 736 736 or 1300 1170. Just on the Sydney Swans, uh, you may have noticed yesterday uh, they've got a lot of support from a lot of the Sydney, well, obviously from the Sydney public, but a lot of the superstars as well, Pat Cummins and Elise Perry uh, there for the cricket launch yesterday, but they were in their Swans gear and they're wanting to paint uh, Sydney red. They are red hot favourites for Saturday's preliminary final against Collingwood at the SCG. Um, and uh, even better news, I saw John Longmire on the news last night, uh, for Sydney fans anyway, he's expecting Buddy Franklin to be back at his best. Um, it could also be his last time playing football. Um, we don't know what he's going to do at the end of this year, Buddy Franklin, whether he'll stay with the Swans or go uh, to Brisbane. We're not entirely sure. He completely blindsided the Swans last month by postponing negotiations until the end of the season because he was dirty about what they were offering to pay him, which would be his 18th season at the age of 36. So we'll see what happens if he is to stay with the Sydney Swans next year. During the past two seasons, the Swans have won six of seven games when Buddy hasn't played. On the flip side, though, the four-time Coleman medalist is only one of nine players to kick 50 goals this season. Um, Sydney, people through SEN 1170 AM in Sydney, I'll be interested to get your take on this. Obviously, very, very big uh, in the States, other than New South Wales and Queensland. But we do have the Sydney Swans. We also have the Brisbane Lions in a preliminary final as well. NRL clearly dominates the market um, in both NRL, both New South Wales and Queensland. But the Swans game is sold out, um, sold out very quickly, despite some issues with Ticketek. How, if you are in Sydney listening through SEN 1170 AM or listening through SENQ 693 AM or to a lesser extent, SEN 1620 AM on the Gold Coast, your investment in this, this weekend's AFL for the Brisbane Lions and the Sydney Swans. I'd be very interested, just a straw poll uh, on the Sydney Swans this week. I know whenever the Swans, and we saw the Giants make the grand final a couple of years back, I think it was 2019, uh, they didn't win it. It was a pretty one-sided grand final. But the, the city does usually get behind the Swans. Sold out, as I say. And if they are to beat Collingwood on Saturday night, and go through to the grand final. You will hear a lot about it next week heading into AFL grand final weekend. But how much investment do you have in what the Swans are doing? I know there'll be a lot of people listening to us 
through the, uh, through Sydney, through SCN 1170 AM, that go to every Swans match. There'll be some people with a casual interest, and then there'll be some people that will just watch it um, at this time of the year. Will you be tuning in? Even if you don't usually tune in, will you tune in on Saturday when they play Collingwood at 445? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. A bit of a straw poll for you this morning. If you're invested in either the Brisbane Lions or the Sydney Swans, how invested are you? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Meanwhile, Nico Hines says the Cronulla Sharks will draw inspiration from the Panthers who came back from finals heartbreak last year to win the Premiership. Cronulla needs to recover from its shattering 93-minute golden point loss to the Cowboys in time to face South Sydney in a sudden-death clash at Allianz Stadium on Saturday night. The Panthers did it last year, Hines said, when asked if the Sharks could come back from their finals loss. We'll try and draw inspiration from that. They did it. So we've just got to keep fighting, working hard each day at training. There's no secret it's going to be extremely tough to do. Souths and then the Panthers but it's one week at a time. We'll really focus on training this week and turning our wrongs into rights and learning our lessons. The Panthers famously recovered from a 16-10 loss to South Sydney in week one of the finals last year to beat the Eels Storm and then the Rabbitohs in the grand final. The Sharks will taper their training schedule to ensure the players recover this week following the dramatic extra time clash last Saturday. Not surprising uh, either. Uh, meanwhile, Adam Elliott's career at the, uh, the Raiders is over. Yeah, we'll get to uh, that out of team this Tuesday in the NRL yesterday. And one more before a break for you at 13 minutes past five. We are in the middle of NRL finals, AFL finals, and really it is starting to reach fever pitch. But uh, the T20 World Cup, not too far away. In fact, I think it starts next week. But we know Aaron Finch has just stepped down or retired, and obviously that means he stepped down as captain of the one-day team. And a lot of talk over the past 24, 48 hours about Dave Warner uh, coming in to potentially be captain. Now, Pat Cummins is, of course, favourite to be captain of the one-day squad. He is, of course, the captain of the test team. But on 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170, would you like to see um, Dave Warner be captain of the Australian cricket team, the one-day cricket team. Now, we know uh, all the issues out of what happened a few years ago, back in 2018, and it was banned from having any leadership role. But he is set to meet with Cricket Australia Chief Nick Hockley in the coming weeks about the ban as the organisation looks to appoint a new one-day captain. Now... Test, co- Test captain Pat Cummins, as I said, is considered the front runner for the job, but Warner is seemingly not out of the equation, despite currently being barred from holding any official leadership role in Australian cricket. Warner was slapped with a lifetime ban for his involvement in the 2018 Cape Town ball tampering scandal. Now, speaking to reporters yesterday, Warner said he feels that the ban was not just driven by events in South Africa. He said there was more to it including 2017's bitter and protracted dispute between players and a CA uh, career, a CA over a new MOU. Unfortunately, a lot of the events before 2018 were with the board, the MOU stuff and all of that. There was a lot of stuff that was things got over and above in terms of more than the Cape Town stuff. There was more to it. I think that's where my decision, the penalty that was handed down, was more of stuff that was happening before that. Now, four years on and having served a one-year playing suspension, 
he remains still one of Australia's strongest and most credentialed leaders, albeit in an unofficial capacity. Warner said, I have spoken to Nick Hockley. We're going to try and have a catch-up. It's very difficult at the moment, but I'm sure in the next couple of weeks we might be able to. But there's no rush for anything. Warner said that he is yet to speak with Cricket Australia about being a captain, despite mass changes to the board that imposed the ban. Nonetheless, Warner suggested that he is happy to be considered for the one-day captaincy, although his cricket comes first. He went on to say, I haven't had any conversations at all, but look, I think at the end of the day, any opportunity to captain would be a privilege. But from my end, there's a lot of water to go under the bridge to have those conversations with Cricket Australia, and my main focus is actually just playing cricket. Um, asked what he would say to the board given the opportunity, Warner said he was actually more eager to listen. He said, I think at the end of the day, it's about what questions do they want to ask me. That's where the conversation starts, and then we can lead from there. At the end of the day, it's almost a completely new ball game from when 2018 happened. I would be interested to see and hear what their thoughts are and whatnot, and then we could probably go from there. Regardless of all of that, Cummins does remain the more likely success at Finch. However, uh, 0457 736 736 or 1300 0111 70. David Warner. Now, forget Pat Cummins just for a second is the more likely succeeder to Aaron Finch in the one-day captaincy. Would you have an issue with Dave Warner returning to be captain of the Australian cricket team in any form? And, and probably the same with Steve Smith as well, although uh, that doesn't seem very likely. But Dave Warner, would you like to see him back as captain? We know what happened back in 2018. He had, did serve a one-year suspension, um, and he still got that lifetime leadership ban at the moment. But it's now four and a half years on from that. We're coming up to five years from when that happened. Have you forgiven him? Do you think he should be captain or be allowed to be captain or have a leadership role within the Australian team? Or do you think what he did back in two, 2018, part of what he did in 2018 should stop him from having any role in the captaincy of the Australian cricket team or the leadership team. Interested to get your thoughts this morning, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. So plenty on our agenda this morning at 18 past five. Uh, NRL and AFL finals, would you love to see it revert back to a Saturday and Sunday thing in week two and week three of the finals? Have some afternoon footy on the back of what NRL fans saw last year, uh, last week at Allianz Stadium. People listening through Sydney and Brisbane, are you invested? Are you going to watch the Swans and the Lions over the course of the weekend? Or have you been watching them all year long? 0457 or 1300-01-1170. David Warner, back as part of the captaincy, the leadership team of the Australian cricket team. Would you like to see it? I wouldn't have a huge issue, but what about you? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01170 and anything else in sport on this Wednesday morning. It's 19 past five to, with to your text, to your calls and more news of the day next. This is... Good to be with you at 23 past five, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01170. Broadcasting all around Australia today for the stations that usually take Matty Cox. He will be back with you tomorrow morning uh, from 5am. Just a uh, quiet day, quiet morning 
for Maddie, but he'll be back with you tomorrow morning. A lot of texts there. We'll get to them in just a second. Just before that, if you're running a small to medium business as a builder, renovator or tiler, Beaumont Tiles wants to help you. Australia's biggest Beaumont Tiles, together with us, want to boost your business. Head to iCanWin.com.au and you could win a $25,000 advertising package to promote and grow your business. Connect with Beaumont Tiles and enter now at iCanWin.com.au. 0457 736 or 1300-01170. Just some of the stuff on our agenda before I get to your text uh, on that number in just a second. Asking you this morning, would you love to see the finals back on a Saturday and Sunday in the week weeks two and weeks three of the finals? I just think it'd be great. After what we saw in the NRL on Sunday afternoon, I know we got lucky with the day. It was sunny, it was beautiful, but something about daytime footy. But what do you reckon about that in both the NRL and the AFL? Uh, interested to hear about your investment this week in the Sydney Swans, especially if you're living in Sydney or uh, Brisbane, your investment in the Sydney Swans. Are you going to be watching them, Brisbane Lions, on Friday night as well? Or are you still going to choose the NRL? I mean, the one good thing uh, for people listening through SCN 1170, if you are a Swans fan, and it will actually be interesting, and happy to hear from you if you're doing this as well, the Swans game is at 4.45 at the SCG against Collingwood on Saturday. There is an NRL game at Arlington Stadium between the Sharks and the Rabbitohs at 8 p.m. Now, I know a few people that are going to try and do the double. So go to the SCG for that game uh, that starts at 4.45. That'll end around 7.15. And then get out of there, make the short walk over to Arlington Stadium for the NRL that kicks off at 8 p.m. Um, and you would be able to do it. You'd be able to do it pretty easily. It's pretty quick to get from the SCG to Allianz, and I think it was a good uh, move by the NRL as well to push that kickoff back. It would usually be a 7.45, 7.50 kickoff, but to make it 8 o'clock, which probably be more like 5 past 8, uh, it's pretty good, so it gives it a time. So if you are doing that, if you're doing the double, actually, and I might ask this throughout, throughout the week, but if you are doing the double, if you go into the SCG for the Swans at 4.45 on Saturday and then go to Allianz Stadium. God, it would be good to do that. I know there probably would have been a few that did that last week in Melbourne with the Melbourne Storm and then off to the AFL. So if you are doing that, uh, if you're going to attempt to do it, it's a long day, isn't it? But it'd be an enjoyable one, especially if both your teams uh, get up. 0457 736 736 or 1300 1170. And David Warner, would you like to see him back in a role as either captain of the one-day team of Australia or in the leadership role. Let's go to your text, 0457 736 736 or 1300 As I said, broadcasting right across Australia just for this morning. This one from Billy. He says, good morning. Uh, may I just ask, as you are from New South Wales, for this Saturday's AFL and Rugby League finals, what seems to be the more popular choice of Sydney siders of interest this week? the AFL or the Rugby League? Thank you. Well, look, that's a good question, Billy. Now, the Swans game is sold out against Collingwood. Sold out uh, basically not as soon as tickets came out, but sold out pretty much on the day. There were issues, uh, and I mentioned this before the break, there were issues with the AFL uh, and Ticketek. There were issues with NRL and the Ticketek. There was a concert as well that was put out, and I mentioned it last week on the show. I think there may have to be a look at maybe doing staggered tickets in the years to come and not putting all the NRL and AFL finals tickets on sale at one point in time, but that's a different issue. So yeah, the Swans um, already sold out. Um, the uh, the NRL at Allianz Stadium, I don't believe is sold out, um, but I think will be close to. Um, 
I would say the rugby league, Billy, will obviously the Shark South match, two Sydney teams, uh, one foundation club that's played nearly every year, um, and the Sharks who have only won one competition but have been very good this year. It will always dominate the headlines in Sydney, Billy, um, and it will always be there, there will always be more interest, I would say, on the rugby league, especially in the finals. But in saying that, I think sold out Sydney Swans, and I do think that it will rate very well on Saturday afternoon, that Swans-Collingwood match, in particular, Billy, considering that where they're not up against um, the NRL. They've got some really clear air uh, away from the NRL. Um, and then I reckon the pubs around Sydney will be packed full of Swans fans, even even the casual ones that may only watch a couple of games a year. Um, because as I said, when the Swans do make the grand final, Sydney get does get right behind them, even if it may be the only game a lot of people watch all year. So, yes, whilst the Rugby League will always dominate the back page, although I would say there's back page today of the Daily Telegraph, there's uh, stuff about the Swans in it. So the level of interest is there for both. Rugby League definitely on top, but I think there's a lot of people very interested and very invested in what the Sydney Swans are going to do. And, and I'm sure it's the same in Brisbane if you're listening through SENQ 693AM or SEN 1620AM on the Gold Coast with the Brisbane Lions, if not more so because there is a Queensland team still involved in the NRL finals, but they've got the week off and they're based in Townsville. The Broncos didn't make the top eight, as we know. So, yeah, I, look, I think th there is a level of excitement and it, and really as well, but just before I get to the next text, really as well, it's a big day of sport in Sydney. It's one of the, I'd say it's the biggest day we'll, we'll have, but it is a very big Saturday in sport in Sydney, having an AFL preliminary final with the Sydney team in it, into two Sydney teams in week two, an elimination final of the NRL played at a brand new stadium. So it's a bumper day of sport in Sydney. And I, I for one, will be watching both. And I think a lot of people listening to the show will definitely be watching both. Um, so no, I don't think there's much competition there, but yeah, really looking forward to that Saturday. Thanks, Billy. Uh, 0457 736 736 or 1300 0111 70. This one from Steve. He says, the Swans are fast becoming a real force. And for many years ahead, they are awesome. And he's a he's a, a Roos fan. Um, a Kangaroos fan. Yeah, look, I think the Swans are a real force. I think the Swans have been a force for a long time. Now, I know they've had their lean years, um, but... They've always been, when, when they've been playing good AFL, when they've been in the finals or in the grand final, it does capture Sydney's hearts. Um, and there is a reason that they sell out, not every week, but they always get big crowds. And these matches sell out because the level of interest is there. Obviously, there is more interest now because they're playing for a spot in the grand final, but it's still going to be there. Um, so I think, Steve, you're right. I think they are a force in terms of AFL, and I think they will be a force for uh, many, many years to come whilst they're playing good football. Um, he also says, I don't like Dave Warner and I can't even watch cricket now if he's playing, let alone captain. Bit harsh. Um, look, no, I understand. I understand. There's, there's a lot of, there, there's a lot of, I wouldn't say hate, but there's a lot of people who just do not like David Warner. And you cast your mind back to when that all happened back in 2018 and he and Stevie Smith um, and Cameron Bancroft as well copped that one-year ban. A lot of people were saying at the time, these guys should never play for Australia again. Now, uh, in the case of Smith and Warner, they have. Uh, and Smith, they're part of the leadership group again in the Australian Test squad. But 
a lot of people didn't want them to be part of the Australian cricket team at all. Uh, that has changed since. But there is still some people like yourself, Steve, who are just not fans of having Dave Warner a part of the team and definitely not part of the leadership group. For mine, I I, I think we can probably move on. Um, he's a very good player. I mean, he's not young himself, though. So I don't think he'd be captain for a long period of time. I don't think he'd be captain at all. I think Pat, Cam- Pat Cummins will get that captaincy role. But would you have an issue with him being part? If he's not captain, would you have an issue with him being part of the leadership group as vice captain, maybe? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01170. This is from Craig. Dan, as much as I agree Dave Warner has done his time, it's too late to name, his, name him as captain. As I believe he will probably only play one day cricket for another season or two maximum. Well, yeah, that's what I thought, Craig, as well. Um, he, he's not, I'll have a look how old he is, but he's not uh, young. I mean, he's not very old, but he's not young. He's played, he's been around for a very long time as well, Dave Warner, probably longer than most people even uh, remember. He, um, uh, Dave Warner, we'll just uh, find out how old he is um, in a second, but he's been around for quite some time. He's 35 years of age. In fact, he's turning 36 next month. So he won't be around for a long time in terms of a cricketing sense. So, Craig, you probably make a good point uh, there, which is probably why he probably won't uh, be named uh, captain of Australia. He also says, I think it's time for a younger player to take over, like Alex Carey or maybe even Cam Green. Yeah, Alex Carey's name definitely uh, been in the frame to be, uh, if not captain, part of that uh, leadership group. And as, uh, and as for day footy, there is nothing better. Look at that quality of the South's Roosters match. Not much drop ball. Cheers, Wild Panther. Yeah, I agree with you. I think uh, that Rooster South match, it was, look, it was a different match. It was an exceptional match in one ways, uh, some ways. In some ways, uh, people didn't like it, but yeah, it was a good match. Let's go to the open line, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 1170 Keep sending those texts in. I'll get back to more of them in a second on 0457-736-736. James from Hornsby's on the line. Morning, James. Morning, Daddy. How are you, mate? Quick question. Oh, I'm good. Yeah, I think it's Wednesday, isn't it? It is, yeah, yes, Wednesday. Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. A couple more days to go. <laughs> what, do you, what do you say, mate? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Um, oh, a question. Everyone keeps talking about this leadership group mm. in all different sports. What the hell is it? <laughs> Does that mean that uh, they have a say in it and everyone else has no say or what? And so... It's like you have the captain on the field. He runs the team on the field. Everyone else has to follow him. But in the change room, what's stopping Dave Warner from having a say and putting his two cents worth in it? Or someone else, Nathan Lyon, and, you know, or Alex Carey. And, oh, they're not in the leadership group, so we're not, you don't say anything. What's the point? Well, it's a good, it's a good question. I, I would imagine. Look, James, I've never played a team sport uh, at, at that level, but I would imagine that everyone should really have their say. Maybe not if you're playing your first game. And I, I would also think, James, um, that it's probably different in all sports. Um, you, you look at the West Tigers in the rugby league, where they named about a hundred captains earlier on in the year for their leadership uh, group, and you didn't quite know what that was all about. But surely, if you're a senior player you would get a some sort of a say or at least get heard out, even if you're not captain or vice-captain. And I know, but, you know, all the team sports I've played, anyone who's had a, you know, got an opinion or an idea, you bring it up. You know, it might be a crap one, but there might be a couple of percent of that suggestion that 
really good that then fits in with other people's ideas of way to play or things like that or what to do. And then it improves everything. So I still don't understand why they're saying he can't be in a leadership group. Does that mean he can't? He doesn't have a say, but then what's stopping him? Well, you don't Does know. The team well, and coach... Yeah, and you don't, and, yeah. You, and you don't know James what's being said behind closed doors, and how much input Warner does have in the, both the test side and the one day squad. I can't imagine he has no say in everything that's going on, but uh, you never know. But officially, at the moment, he can't be part of the leadership role or or leadership group or have the captaincy role. But that may well change. Would you have an issue with him being captain of the Australian cricket one day team if that happened? No, no, no. No. Uh, you know, the best player. He put the best player in. You know, they say, oh, yeah, the sandpaper gate. Yep, okay, he got done. Abbott had had Buddy dirt. He was rubbing dirt and he's into the ball. You know, they've always been reported. It has been done for years and years and years by every different team in the world. And then he got, came out, it was a big, bad one, and it got to the full media. And the media blew it right out. You know, but then he got a couple of games Exactly. All right, mate. Appreciate the call. Have a good day. You too, mate. Keep those calls coming. Text coming. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy or 0457 Well, the Dave Warner situation seems to be dominating our open line this morning. It's a Makita power play. Don't forget this season, Makita is helping you rule the outdoors. Plenty more texts there. We'll get to them in just a second. And also some of the other news of the day. Keep them coming in. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy 1170 or 0457 Would you like to see both the NRL and the AFL finals on a Saturday and Sunday in week two and week three instead of a Friday night and Saturday late evening or evening in case of uh, the NRL. Dave Warner, would you like to see him back as captain of the Australian team or at least be one of the leaders in that leadership group, as our uh, caller James just said? And if you are listening through SEN 11.70am and SENQ 6.93am and SEN 16.20am, your level of interest in the Sydney Swans and the Brisbane Lions this weekend as well. I think it's pretty high, but what say you? 0457 736 or 1300-01-1170. We'll take a break. Come back with more. It's 22 to 6. Yeah, good to have your company. It's 17 and a half to 6057 736 736 or 1300 01 The text line has blown up this morning on all the issues we're talking about. Broadcasting through SEN 1170 AM in Sydney, SENQ 693 AM in Queensland, SEN 1620 AM on the Gold Coast, and right around Australia this morning uh, for the stations that normally take Matty Cox. He'll be back with you tomorrow morning, just having well-earned, one well-earned morning off, and he'll be back with you tomorrow. We will get to your text in just a second, but before that, let's do a bit of a sports update. Head into Canards High for their two-for-one offer. And Roosters skipper James Tedesco has weighed in on the NRL's milking controversy, insisting it is not in his club's DNA or the spirit of the game. Tedesco, who is knocked out of Sunday afternoon's final after a high shot from South Sydney prop Tom Burgess, also revealed that he had resisted the temptations of Mad Monday to focus on his health and spoke out in support of teammates Victor Radley and Jared Rhea Hargraves. Tedesco was one of the most significant casualties of a wild elimination final at Allianz Stadium, a game which featured seven sin bins and brought down the curtain on the Roosters' season. 
Uh, the game also put milking back in the spotlight amid suggestions that players were staying down to earn penalties. Tedesco refused to point the finger but conceded it wasn't a good look. And he said, it's definitely something we don't do. He said, I don't think it is in the spirit of the game to stay down. We're tough footy players. We run 100 miles per hour into each other. There will be contact and you get hit in the head. That is going to happen. The ref should be able to pick it up. Um, if it is foul play or a high tackle or a crusher, we should be good enough as a game. He went on to say his memory of Sunday's game was clear, although he was still feeling the effects of the Burgess blow. He said, he got me pretty good. I was out for a bit. I don't know if it looked as bad as it felt, but it was pretty solid. My memory isn't too bad. I ran back into the dressing sheds and was feeling all right. But once I sat down and did the test, it kicked in and I was rattled. I struggled on the test. The doctor told me not to go back out. It was a weird one. I was definitely out. Then I wanted to get up quickly and I stumbled. Some of the other, guys, some of the other ones I've had, I've been out and don't remember much. I remember most of Sunday's game. At least I could take a bit of a break now and try and get away from footy and relax. Of course, Tedesco uh, will be involved with the Kangaroos team as well in the Rugby League World Cup that begins a month tomorrow. Can you believe that? And he's actually expected to lead them. He said, I haven't spoken to Mal about it. I was focused on going uh, deep with the Roosters. It's been a long time since I've represented Australia. I only had a small taste in 2018 to 2019. Haven't, haven't played a World Cup in Australia. Uh, if the opportunity came to captain Australia, that's one of the highest honours you can have in the game. I don't want to think about it too much because I don't know what will happen, but it would be a massive honour. You would think, um, there's a few contenders around, but you would think he would be uh, the captain of that Australian team when it is named. And it's not too far away. The World Cup beginning 15th of October. Meanwhile, Brisbane Lions star Jared Berry is free to play in Friday's preliminary final against Geelong after having his one-match ban, ban for unnecessary contact overturned at the AFL Tribunal. Berry was freed to face the Cats after Tribunal Chair Jeff Gleeson determined that his contact to the I region of Melbourne's Clayton Oliver was not deliberate. Barry fronted the tribunal claiming self-defence in his tussle with Oliver during the heated finals clash, while the AFL argued that he'd make, uh, made a raking motion that was not instinctive. The 24-year-old told the tribunal that he feared he might lose consciousness if he didn't attempt to get Oliver off him, as the Lions called in a neurosurgeon to back up the star midfielder. So uh, free to play Jared Berry in that game against Geelong on a Friday night preliminary final against Geelong. So that is good news for him. 0457 and the blinds. 0457 736 736. That's a sports update for you. Uh, thanks to Ken Arts Hire. Ken Arts Hire 2. Easy weekend. Two days of hire for the price of one. Visit a branch today. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. All right, let's get to some of your texts this morning. Uh, talking about the Swans earlier on, Buddy Franklin, it could be his last game potentially in the NFL forever. Uh, this one comes in saying, why doesn't Buddy Franklin take note of what Jack Revolt and Trent Cotchin are doing and play for a reduced contract? Well, he might. You never know. There is talk. There's still talk he was going to go up to uh, Brisbane. Asking you the interest in the Lions and the Swans, if you're listing through New South Wales to Queensland this morning. Uh, this one from uh, Big Ian on the Goldie. Heaps more interested in the, in the Lions. Higher average crowd figures than the Broncos. Biggest match since the early 2000s. Can't wait for Friday. Well, yeah, and I think also in Brisbane with, as I said, the Cowboys off. Um, out, well, off for the week. They play next week. And the Brisbane Broncos not being involved in the final series um, at all. The interest is there a bit 
more. Uh, this one from uh, Gavin. I'm a Brisbane fan who couldn't get to Melbourne but got tickets to Sydney versus Collingwood driving from Grafton. Fair to say I'm fully invested. Can't wait. Gavin from Grafton, Northern New South Wales, and I'm sure there'd be a lot of people doing that as well. Um, another one not supporting David Warner. He said, says shouldn't be able to be uh, part of the leadership group after the ball tampering. Uh, this one, uh, no name on this one, but no more captaincy for Stevie Smith and Dave Warner. They had the privilege and destroyed it themselves. Go forward, not backwards. My pick for captains of the one-day team and T20, Alex Carey, Mitch Marsh, Glenn Maxwell, Pat Cummins, and Marnus Labuschagne, Cameron Green in a few years. Yeah, all good names there. As I say, Alex Carey has been around for a while um, and his name has been mentioned. I still think Pat Cummins will get it. Uh, this from Dean, where the Penrith Panthers criticised for resting heaps of players. They should bring in a rule uh, that only six can be rested. Didn't look good. It's theirs to lose the premiership. Uh, no, I don't think they were criticised, Dean, um, who's listing from Melbourne, who usually listens to Matty Cox uh, when he's on. No, they weren't criticised. I think some people would have loved um, them to play a full-strength side against the Cowboys. But at the end of the day, they didn't want to risk injuries. And they were so far ahead of the other teams, they could rest players. And it worked out well. They all came back and they were very good against Parramatta last weekend. Uh, 0457 736 736 or 1300 We'll take a break. We'll come back and wrap it up with more of your texts. It's coming up to 10 and a half to 6. It is breakfast not too far away. We'll finish with your texts in just a second. Uh, good news for the Parramatta Reels. Mitch Moses one step closer to playing in front of a semi-final against the Raiders. Uh, Brad Arthur is also stuck by Waka Blake for their most important game of 2022. Uh, the biggest call for the for, for the finals, though, could be that referee Ashley Klein will control the match, having been backed by league officials after he issued an NRL record seven sin bins in the game on Sunday. Uh, we know Graham Annesley on Monday defended Klein's actions and said it was clearly a lack of discipline by the players, with two suspensions also coming from the game. But Mitchell Moses, he has to be there for Parramatta uh, if they are... Look, they can win without him, but uh, without him, it is going to be a big struggle, one would feel. Uh, Let's finish off with some texts. This one, no name on it, but it said, uh, he says, it's got to be uh, Marnus Lubbershane. Never saw Warner as a leader, and 2018 showed that. He's got a good average, but of the last five years, it would be interesting to see form. Yeah, agree with that. Uh, Marnus Lubbershane, he would be a good leader as well. And Chukman says, uh, hi, Dan, I don't really watch... Uh, the AFL. Uh, I won't totally call what say what you said, but uh, but good luck to the Swans. Uh, yes, understand and uh, sort of agree. Uh, thank you, Chook Man. Um, but it finishes uh, with this one. Huge interest in Sydney. I teach at an all boys private school, which is rugby dominated. How uh, on Monday all the talk was about trying to get tickets to the Swans game before the NRL game next door. Being a Melbourne person, it's great to see the growth of AFL in Sydney. A lot of students play rugby for school and AFL at club level. That's Ben from Lane Cove. Thank you for all your texts. Many cocks back for stations outside of New South Wales and Queensland tomorrow. For the stages that usually take me, Chris Perkins with American Sport Preview and much more. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 5am. Have a great day. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal or... 
Get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.